Yo, yo, yo. Here we are once again, episode two of the Win, Lose, or Tie podcast. We have made it past one episode, uh, and I really think it was a good episode. Got a lot of positive feedback on Blake Buchanan. If you haven't listened to that one, go back and listen. And uh, man, it was a lot of fun. We had a good time. Blake's a good dude. Bahama Buck's a great business. And um, we found out some of the best flavors and we found out some of the worst flavors. So that was fun. But this is the Win Loser Tie podcast. This is episode two. Uh, check out our Instagram page, Win, Lose, or Tie. Also, you can email the show at winlosertiepodcast at gmail.com if you have questions, comments, critiques. Probably we'll just read it and delete it. Uh, show ideas. You want to promote something? You want to be a guest? I don't know. Anything. Just email winlosertie, T-Y-E, winlosertiepodcast at gmail.com. And as always, we are a proud member of LMK Productions. Those are my people. So... Today's episode is awesome, and I can't wait to get started. This is my longtime friend. He is uh, the sports director at KMAC for Red Raider, uh, for Red Raider Nation. And um, he's been around in Lubbock for a long time. He's a familiar face. He's, you've seen him either in a tech football game or a basketball game on the big street, or you've seen him on your TV. He's done a lot of good things, but more importantly, he's been a really good friend. So... Uh, we're going to talk to this guy. He has got some great stories. He's got some great, uh, just background between not only here in Lubbock and on a sports stage, but personally between he and I, we're, we've all, we've been friends for a long time. So David Collier, my man, welcome to Win, Loser, Tie. Dude, I, you don't know how stoked I am to be part of this. I, I listened to that first episode and man, I've, I've got a lot to live up to, but no, I was sitting, I was sitting in a drive through and. A very long wait in that line, and it blew by just uh, listening to you guys uh, reminisce. And I, I can't think of a better start to it. And yeah. hopefully, I can follow up with a de- decent show. Uh, uh, this is it's it's good stuff. Yeah, man. Well, I appreciate that, and it's it's good, man. Because even uh, when I started, like I was a guest on on Pick Four yeah. with Mark Youngblood, you were listening to that. You would call, you would text me, you like you'd be like, man, let me tell you something. You, I mean, you know, <laughs> when we got into Philosophical rap, I think. Yeah. So that was. Uh, I didn't care for your Tom Cruise. Uh, if you if you yeah. want to go back and listen to yeah. the Big Four podcasts and the Tom Cruise uh, <laughs> top movies, I wasn't a big fan of that. But you know, I digress. Uh, well, what is your Tom Cruise movie? Like, what, what did you did you disagree? What well, did you disagree? I didn't really like the bracket. Uh, just a quick recap: the bracket. Yeah. I think it was in the first round. It was Top Gun against Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, that's just baloney. <laughs> I mean, I know I think it was done off of box office uh, earnings or something like that. Which you, you got to do something with inflation there. Top Gun should not be up against Edge of Tomorrow. Those two are like both one seeds if you're doing a you know yeah. sixty fourteen bracket for goodness sake. Okay. Well, all right. Well, you know what? I'll voice your opinion to Mr. Mark right, Young over at Pick Four Podcast. Shout out to him. Uh, Pick Four Podcast, man. I got he had some good stuff. He always has good uh, content. He good, um, you know. I mean, good categories. You know, he just asks you to pick four random things and you go there and you talk about it. So, but okay. Man, how long have you been doing this this TV thing? All right, the TV thing in Lubbock in general. I'll, I'll start with Lubbock, just the easy one. Uh, 20 years. 20 years this March. Get out of here. Yeah, 20 years in Lubbock, Texas. I remember rolling into town, uh, getting into my apartment right before it shut down for the a- evening, turning on the TV, and 
I think Raiders were playing in the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City. James Dickey had just lost to the Big 12 tournament, but that wasn't the big story. It was Bob Knight was coming to town. Yeah. I'm sure we'll talk about him some. I'm sure. Uh, but, yeah, so 20 years ago, I rolled into Lubbock, Texas for the first time. Uh, yeah. Looking forward to a, a new opportunity. It wasn't my first job in television. Right. Really. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, your first one was, like, what, Idaho or something? I was in Twin Falls, Idaho. That was yeah. my first on air. Right out of college, I was, I was lucky enough. I entered in Oklahoma City. And one of my good friends was the main editor there, so you know how the, the whole gig works. Yeah. Right out of college, I was yeah. a, a morning show editor, popping tapes in and rolling that stuff after yeah. editing it overnight, uh, just sending out resume tapes back when we mailed out VHS tapes to people. Sure. Uh, ended up getting a phone call from Twin Falls, Idaho, went sight unseen. I was like, oh, Idaho, you know, it's got to be beautiful there. Newsflash, not beautiful from October until March. <laughs> Thankfully, that's as long as I was there. Unless you're like, you know, if you're, if you're skiing, you know, yeah. in the Sun Valley, but I was not. I was, you were not. Yeah. yeah. You were uh, I was weekend sports captain. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just a little backstory history is I used to be in sports here in Lubbock, for the people that don't know, at the NBC affiliate here in Lubbock. And I was like the third wheel weekends, you know. Emily was uh, Emily Jones was the sports director at Channel Eleven, and Greg Miller was our weekend guy. And then they hired me for Benji Steen hired me for some dumb reason. I think that you were you were going to be his eventual replacement. Something happened along the way. Yeah, we yeah. didn't get rid of Greg. Miller. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, <sighs> you know what? I'm not going to talk bad about Greg Miller yet. But uh, anyway, so it was. What's funny is that people don't realize is that you know you kind of. When you're in sports in a local market, you're going to see these other people from other stations everywhere at the same places. Mm-hmm. So you and I just kind of clicked, and you and me and then another guy, Vinny Vinzetta, at the, uh, he was the sports director at the Fox affiliate here in Lubbock. And, man, we all just became, like, you know, really good pals, you know. And there was really no animosity. I mean, you know, there's competition always. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah, but after the show was over, after at 10 o'clock 10 or 11, you know, we would always go out and have a beer yeah. Go do play poker or do something. So, uh, man, that's where we met, and uh, we've maintained that friendship. So it's been. I just, man, I love uh, keeping in contact with you. So that's been fun, and I'm glad you're here. Yeah, so, yeah. No, I appreciate it. I can't remember what we were covering at one point, but I do remember that we went to Houston one time. Um, I, I'm assuming we were covering Tech football against Rice and that awful stadium and the heat and humidity. But I remember hanging out with you down there. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that was man, that was a long time. Let's. Uh, Let's go ahead and call that the Houston Bowl and call that against Navy. Yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've been down there for quite a few things. Texans camp. Oh, and, you know, yeah. so I mean, it, all it, it all runs together. together, together. Exactly, but it, but but you know, when you're there with me, it sticks out because no, I, well, I was talking about going out at night. Yeah, you know, that's so, gonna that was a completely different than bowl game. <laughs> that's a completely yeah. different story. A completely different story. Yeah, uh, Chris Level loves to tell a story about me at the Houston Bowl. <laughs> but we, we will not get into that right now. Uh, I may or may not know you, you know, uh, so it's down there. Um, but yeah, so, so let's get into that real quick. Um, not real quick. Let's get into it. Yeah. So you jumped in, you're the, you became the sports, you're the sports director at the ABC affiliate KMAC, mm-hmm. correct? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then right off the bat, Bob Knight comes in. When, when, so you started to host the Bob Knight show. Yeah. Okay. It was very early on. Yeah. Um, I wasn't the sports director initially, but a lot of changes happened in the first six months mm-hmm. 
here or so whenever I came into town, and it just worked out that they moved me to sports director on the ABC affiliate, Jeff Lillicott. Uh, Jeff, Jeff. Yeah, he emailed me the other day. Yeah, yeah he, he became the sports director on KLBK, and they wanted to have the – they got the rights to the coaches show, and I think Fox had it before that, and I guess they just wanted a young guy that was uh, maybe uh, – you know, easily uh, intimidated by a, a very authoritarian uh, basketball coach. And I was lucky enough to get to host this show and get paid so much money to do it as well. I feel the sarcasm coming out of your <laughs> voice. But, I mean, uh, you know, let's uh, – I mean – It's a weird thing to do. do that, like, I just remember you and – Myself, we would be at a, maybe at whoever, and, and Greg was there, or you know, whoever was there around. But we'd be covering something. Mm-hmm. Let's just say it was a football game, a high school football game, or a Cotton Kings game, a hockey game, or something. And then we we're on the spot and have a beer, and you would just look at us with the most dejected <laughs> look on your face, and just be like, "I gotta go do the the, the Bob Knight show. I gotta go do Knight." You'd say, yeah. "I gotta go out there and do Knight." Yeah. And so, at first, whenever you were doing that, I was like, "Man, that." That sounds awesome. That'd be cool. But after a while, I saw the look on your face, and I just saw the drain it had on you. And it was. It was a grind. Oh, it is a grind. And it's, you got to remember, for a young guy that's just getting into it and really didn't have much experience asking questions, like when I, when I was in Idaho, we were, I was talking to volleyball coaches and high school coaches, you know, that were happy for the coverage. This sure. guy, you know, it was a job for him, and, yeah. and he didn't really particularly care for the media. And I I still don't think I'm really that great at asking questions, but to go up against, and I say up against because it was a fight most of the time, uh, go up against Coach Knight in, in a post-game setting like that where, I mean, again, he's getting paid to do this show, and it, you would yeah. think, eh, let's be a little easier on this one. Yeah. Not necessarily the case, but uh, I know what I was getting into the first time because we uh, we did a preseason special that first year, and it's the first time I sat down with him. And I tell this to people that want to get into television all the time. Listen to what they're saying to you when you ask them a question. Yeah. Don't just have a list there. <laughs> because I was scared to death. I, I walk in there, I have a legal pad, one of those yellow legal pads, huge, full of, no, full of questions, just two pages. Because i got to fill like a 30-minute show. Yeah. I, I sit down with them, and we're sitting across from each other. And I ask the first question on the thing, and he starts answering it. And I look down at the second question. I, I kid you not, he spoke for probably 20 straight minutes. It might have been a little shorter, but he made sure to cover every single question that I could possibly ask the man. Yeah. And then he looked at me like, what do you got? Oh, my God, dude. I mean, you know, I re- yeah, that's because I, I can remember being in the press conference mm-hmm. after games, like in the, in the, what do you call it, the room? The, 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 the post-game press conference. conference. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would just be sitting there, and I, you know, we would be on a weeknight, and the game ends around 10, so Emily already has to be back at the station, mm-hmm. so I'm there covering the press conference, and, you know, you're scared to death yeah. of this guy, but then after a couple of weeks, even for me, as it's my first year, in, in, uh, I'm like, this, I wasn't afraid of him, because he was, a, he, dude, I, I know, I walked away from covering that guy, thinking, Going in, I was thinking, man, this is awesome. Bob Knight's a great coach, and which he is. He's coached fantastic national championship teams, and he's amazing. But when I walked away from that experience, 
was like, dude, that dude is a prick. <laughs> and he is. He's the biggest, he was a big asshole. And, but that's, I know that's who he was. And yeah. he had a lot of run-ins with the media coming in. He had a lot of dealings, but he didn't, um, he didn't understand that these guys, us in love, like, we're just, yeah. I mean, we're not going to bite the hand that feeds us. We're not trying to bust him. Yeah, and we we, we really weren't. But he's a defensive guy, and obviously, sure. I, and you know, to kind of defend him, I mean, he did just come off of being fired mm-hmm. and, and being run through the ringer with the whole Neil yeah. Reed thing. Yeah, and getting back into coaching, the last thing he was going to do is uh, befriend any media members sure. wherever he was at. Yeah. I will say this, you know, yes, very difficult individual to work with, but there were a couple of fun times that that uh, I had with him that most people yeah. never would be able to. To sure. go through. I mean, if I, I mean, what could could you say that uh, while you were waiting to do one of these post game press conferences, I told Daryl Dora this story one time. Daryl, great kid. Obviously, when he was young, little skinny rail from Gonzales, Texas. And for that, for that he was a great player at at Tech. Yeah, okay. yeah, great player at Texas yeah. Tech. Former assistant under yeah. Chris Beard. I think Austin P. Now, even though there's a coaching change. Uh, sorry, I get into the weeds with uh, information like that. No. Um, but uh, I mean, I'm nationwide. After my first episode, I'm listening to in Puerto Rico. Austin Peay governors. Um, I, I no, but I'm saying I've, I've got people all over the country, and I say that yeah, pretty facetiously. Mm-hmm. But uh, that may not know who Daryl Dora is. Yeah, no, that's that's the reason I say that. Former Texas Tech basketball player yeah. Daryl Dora. Uh, it might have been his freshman year, and we were doing the post uh, or the show interview in the practice gym at United Supermarkets Arena, and Daryl just. Couldn't figure out a pick and roll. I mean, he just didn't know how to. He couldn't. He wouldn't roll. And Coach Knight was clearly upset with him and yelled at him in the locker room beforehand. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sitting there waiting for him. He comes in and we're talking. And right before he puts the mic on, he just pulls me up from the chair and he's like, "Come over here." And he like is has me out on the court and he's doing a pick and roll. He's like, "Well, what do you do here whenever I do this?" Yeah. And he's like, "Roll into the basket and like explaining the pick and roll." I, I'm not the greatest basketball mind, but I know what pick and roll looks like, and I know how to, yeah. to execute it. Yeah. And I'm telling him what to do, and it was one of the few times he's like, yeah, this this Collier guy kind of knows basketball. Mm-hmm. But I'm sitting there talking about a pick and roll, and he's going through the motions out on a basketball court. And I was like, this is one of the cool times that yeah. I got to hang with Bob Knight yeah. and, and talk basketball. One of the few. But well, yeah, but that's cool, though. I mean, yeah. that's a cool story. I mean, yeah. that's just um, – you know, I just know that there was a lot of times where you would be there ready to go for the show, mm-hmm. and it would be a late night film session or something. Yeah, yeah. There was one time they were on the web. They played on the West Coast. I don't know if it was San Francisco because they played the Dons one time out there, but it was a West Coast trip, non-conference, and I would always get a phone call, kind of a heads up, you know, because I, I wasn't sitting at the arena if they right. were playing. I was at home. I had to watch the game or whatever, and I was, had notes for everything for the interview. And the producer for the show, Kirk Hurd, shout out Kirk. A lot of late nights in the USA with him, but he would give me the heads up. Hey, they just landed, so you know, get get here in fifteen minutes. Roll roll up there. I sat in the in the players' lounge, which was connected to the locker room. We hear him come in, and we're sitting there and waiting. And a few minutes later, one of the assistants or somebody comes in. And is like, hey, we're gonna watch game film for a little bit. They watch the entire basketball game. Not fast forward or anything, but they watched the entire basketball game, and he chewed them out, and then came in there yeah. like two hours later. So we're talking like two thirty-three, maybe later. Yeah, yeah in 
And that's before we even start. And he's got to sit down and do an interview with you. Yeah, after <laughs> watching a basketball game with the guy that had to read off questions yeah. a couple years yeah. earlier. Yeah, I'm sure that's that's probably he was like, hey guys, you want to stick around and watch it one more time? I got to do this interview. I don't, yeah. you know, you know. Oh my God. Yeah, that would be crazy. Oh, did you ever think to yourself, and I, I can't believe I've never asked you this question just personally mm-hmm. between you and I, but did you ever think to yourself while you're interviewing him? Because you probably, you know, like you got a little bit more comfortable as many times as you did. Maybe. Did you ever just want to reach over and like comb or brush through the eyebrows? <laughs> or like, did you want to touch his eyebrows at all? Because I do. I still do. The, yeah, the funny thing is, is everybody focuses on his eyebrows, uh-huh. but I would always look into his eyes and, you know, and again, I'm not, I'm not they're, they're like coal black. Like, they're, that's, it's just all black, the whole thing. <laughs> And it, it scares me to this day. There's, there's, it's no the differentiation between anything. It's just black. Yeah, yeah. like I got green. Yeah, no, no. You're bringing no. up. Uh, you're, you're gonna go home tonight. Oh, I'm gonna say, the, Carrie, the, your wife Carrie's gonna be like, uh, thanks, Ty. Yeah, from, from. he was just rocking on the couch. I know what I was doing. I got up, got up, and I was like, you know, it's time to take kids to school. That's so funny, man. But yeah, man, those eyebrows are something. Yeah, no, they definitely needed some work. There's no doubt about it. There's a lot of things I need to work on. But I just, man, I just remember, and I can only imagine as many times you sat there and just look at him face to face and like, not just, uh, I mean, but he's an intimidating, he's a big dude. You yeah, know, he's, he's a lot bigger than a lot, lot, lot of people think. Yeah. So, he's more basketball player. Oh, man. Yeah, I could, I could give you some. If you, give, give, give me your best one. Give me your best Bob Knight story. Like, uh, what, I mean, I know that's a good one. I got two decent ones. Uh, yeah. Do you yeah. want, give me the, I'll give you the, uh, the nice, kinder side. Bob Knight. Dude, I can go all day, so just give me okay. both of them. Okay, go, we'll go kinder side Bob okay. Knight. And then, uh, so, well, it doesn't start out as kinder side Bob Knight. Uh, Michael <laughs> Crabtree came to Texas Tech. A lot of people don't remember. He was kind of recruited for the basketball side as well. He was a good basketball player. Um, you remember his freshman season here at mm-hmm. Texas Tech. Dude broke. It, it was He was catching like a million balls a game. Yeah. I remember like, I think SMU was just like, holy cow, what is what is this guy? Yeah. You know, it's like Madden on rookie type stuff. Yes. Um, so around that time, there's a handful of games in, and he's obliterating national records and stuff like that. And I knew, you know, Bob had recruited him. And it was the first availability with Bob Knight, so we're asking all the questions. I let everybody get there, you know, hey, how do you think of this guy and this guy and this guy? And at the very end, I'm going to throw this out there, you know, because we need sound bites, right? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes we get tired of talking about the, well, and, the returning and, center. Yeah, and to, to pull the curtain back a little bit, you know, sometimes we would get, as reporters, local guys, we would get maybe one uh, 10 minute session with all of us. There with Coach Knight together yeah. a week. Yeah. So you would need to ask questions to last your sportscast the whole week. Yeah, because we couldn't post all that stuff on Twitter back then. Right, exactly. <laughs> so you would need to ask about this and then this and then this and go, okay, maybe I can use this for Monday mm-hmm. and then I can use this for Tuesday and this, you know, throughout the week. So, all right, go ahead. Yeah. So towards the end, you know, you, you throw some stuff to try to get something funny or something like that. And I asked him, you know, Crabtree's been pretty unreal. Do you think he's one of the Heisman frontrunners? There was still some more time left in the press conference until I asked that question. You son of a bitch. No, no, that's basically what he said. He he looked at me, and he goes, well, guys, that's the host of my coach's show. I hope you enjoyed that question because we're done. And he gets up and walks out. He's done with the press conference. 
Because you asked him about Crabtree. Like, you don't yeah. know. You never yeah. know what's going to set him off. Yeah. So he, he got mad, and he was like, you can you can thank that idiot for the end of this press conference and walked out. And I didn't go to many basketball practices. I was allowed to. But there were always, like, 3.30, you know? It wasn't yeah. very conducive for television. Right. I made sure to go to the practice the next day and sit on the front row and just, like, look at him. Like, what the hell, man? He comes over. He puts his arm around me. He was like, you know why I did that yesterday? And I go, no, I don't. That's why I'm here right, right now. And he was like, you know, Crabtree, you know, had enough trouble getting into school, getting eligible, and getting on campus. And he's a big part of this football team. And the last thing you need to do is boost his ego so much that he doesn't take care of everything and say that this guy is the greatest thing. So, you know, you know how Bob Knight is. Yeah. That's what he, he does. He doesn't want egos on his basketball team. Ask Andre Emmett back in the day. You oh, know? Yeah. Um, well, I've had this story about that. Uh, but anyway, yeah, go ahead. But, so he basically just told me, hey, I know he's a good football player. Yeah. He's an amazing football player, but he barely got into college, and we want to keep him in college as long as we can. And and it was more about the student at that point. Uh, yeah, so admirable. Right. That's, yeah. And yeah. it was the, like the one time that he apologized to me, yeah. like in our entire – In some sort of a way. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. yeah, but it was it was like my grandfather, you know, kind of scolding me and then trying to explain why yeah. he did it. So I that was one of the few moments where – we kind of bonded, and I was like, I get it, but maybe sure. maybe just say it afterwards. Just give me, oh, yeah, it's yeah. great, but he's a freshman. Freshmen don't win Heisman. You know, yeah. Something like yes. that. Yeah, exactly. Give me something like that yeah. instead of just totally calling you out in front of all of us, yeah. that your peers, Yeah. which, which I mean, he doesn't know, or maybe he does know. I don't know that, that we're going to go out to the Depot District or Broadway later and totally give you shit about it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, without a doubt. You're going to get, get help from everybody. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't even want to talk. Yeah. Oh, I know you got a lot of time here, but yes, plenty no, of time. No. no, man, we can yeah. go. And so, um, all right, give me your other one. The bad one. Yeah. The bad one. All right. Uh, so, so uh, Bob Knight, you know, we sit down on the coaching show. Basically, typically how it worked, they play two games. We would interview him after the Saturday game, right? Well, for whatever reason, the way it works out, the Tuesday or Monday game, whatever, whatever the case was that that week back in, I think it was 2005. Red Raiders beat Kansas on Monday or Tuesday. Big win, 2005. Um, I think that was the Valentine's game for Daryl Dora. Back to Daryl Dora, former Red Raider. Great. Uh, he'll, he'll live in infamy if he's a Kansas Jay, if you're a Kansas Jayhawk fan. Huge three. Yeah. Um, they win that game. Well, lo and behold, that, uh, that Saturday or that Sunday, they follow up with a with a Oklahoma State, who was number eight in the country, still a good basketball team. They lose the game. Not only do they lose the game, they lose the game by like 29 points, 30 points. I have to interview Bob Knight after the loss to Oklahoma State, where they played like absolute yeah. crap. Yeah. So, of course, he... You know, he's going to be mad. He's going to be pissed. I understand 100%. You could, I say, still, you could get the interview after the game. <laughs> but that's the thing. we got to fill the show. We do a little bit of highlights, and then we talk about each game. Right. And that's how it works. Coach knows that. I started asking about the Kansas game, and immediately it's like, yeah, but we didn't get back on defense against Oklahoma State on Saturday, so it really didn't matter. I was like, well, can we go back to this and, you know, I mean, Daryl Dora, you know, blow up. Yeah, but then he doesn't block out uh, against the Cowboys, and we lose by 20 every single thing, and we don't really have time. So we had to go back and make the highlights longer and stuff like that and just yeah. change the whole show. 
which is just show. But so, oh crap. Well, I'm not doing that again. Yeah. I'm not going through that, you know, pulling teeth next week, uh, Monday or Tuesday, beat Texas. I think it was one of the few times that Bob Knight beat Texas. Okay. Beat Texas. Sweet. All right. Well, just get through this Saturday game against Texas A&M and we'll be good. Or they lose by 20 plus points to Texas A&M. Yeah. Well, I learned my lesson. The first one. Yeah. I'm not asking. Not even going to bother asking about the Texas game. Why waste my time? I load up with 15 minutes on Texas A&M. I I tell Kirk. Not even going to bother with Texas, so we'll just do it. He's like, no, that's understandable. I'm falling into that trap. Yeah, 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 I'm not going through that. So I ask all these Texas A&M questions. We get through the whole thing, and we're done. And he's, like, looking at me with the eyes. Cool. The the, the charcoal blood. Yeah, they they turn everything off. He's taking the mic off, and he goes, I guess a gosh darn win against Texas isn't important enough to freaking – Talk yeah. about during the show, oh, and he drops wow. the mic and he's staring at me, and he starts to walk out. And I can be sarcastic and stubborn at times, sure. yeah, from time to time. And I chose that moment <laughs> to do it as he was walking out because he dropped the mic and he's walking out. Yeah. Like, no, 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 I'm gonna drop a mic one time. Here. I was yeah. like, well, you didn't want to talk about Kansas last week when you beat them, so why am I gonna waste my time, coach? He Uh-oh. stops. He turns. And the coal eyes like have like fire in them at oh, this yeah. point. And he looks at me, doesn't say a word, and I don't know how that door stayed on the hinges. Because oh. he slammed that door so hard. Oh Dave. And and the producer looked at me like, What are you doing? What are you doing? I was like, I already did it. Yeah. You already do anything about it now. Uh, Dang, I, I got a I got a phone call on like Tuesday from uh, Tim, his son, and it pretty much Went along the lines of, hey, Tim, I was just checking to see uh, how things are going, Coach. You know, you need to learn to shut your mouth. Uh-oh. And that was in the phone yeah. conversation. Good news, I could have gone out with you that Saturday. Because yeah. I didn't have to do the questions for the coaches show that week. <laughs> you didn't have to do it. I was, I was suspended for yeah. a week. You were, yeah, you were relieved from, you, were, you got on vacation yeah. for a week from the coaches show. Yeah, yeah. So I got out of the coaches show that, that part of it. I still had to go do all the yeah. highlights, but. It was my one week reprieve. Yeah. Actually, I had a couple of those. But yeah. Let's yeah. not get into the other one. Take away, man. After all that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I like I said, to what I took away from it from was that he was, he was a butthole. So, he, he could be a butthole. Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. But that, I mean, I think that's not breaking news. We're not breaking news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not letting anybody you know, anything. But I just remember I was happy I didn't have to do that show. Or people I worked with had to yeah. do that show. But, uh, Okay. Yeah. Sorry, we, we right. spent a lot of time on Bob there. My bad. I knew that was gonna. Not, yeah. No, but that's what I wanted. You know, I yeah. wanted to talk about that. So not many right. people got to host the Bob Knight show. I think there was like maybe two, three. So yeah, I'm, I'm hey, did that. absolutely. And that's a that is that's awesome. And I always respected you for that. So. I was able to keep that PG too. I was proud of myself. Yeah. No, and I can't believe it. But <laughs> what about beard? So the, how does that? How does that? How do those two uh, like mesh together? So. Like, you know, covering beer. Uh, it was a little different. I mean, he was a little more media savvy, especially early on, because, you know, when you come into a place that I know that they had just gone to the NCAA tournament, but he's got to win over. It's it's just like every new coach. they got to win over the media, and he did a good job of that. I mean, coming going towards the end, and trust me, you know, I, I'm not as furious about Chris Beard going to Texas as most people. Right. But, I mean, he, he got what he needed from the 
and he was still a good dude. I mean, yeah. he was still, but dealing with the media was not the, not the utmost support or right. importance for a guy that just played the national title game. Yeah, but I remember, like, you know, you're uh, and you have. First off, congratulations! You're my, uh, and I, don't, I think you'll be my only for a long time. My own verified uh, Twitter. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, so, yeah, like Blake Buchanan doesn't have Twitter. He doesn't have any social media. So, wow. Yeah, I know. Pretty impressive. Well, Obama Bucks does, but yeah, he but yeah. So I just started following Obama Bucks. By the way. <laughs> it's pretty just great. a shout out. Yeah, um, you know, <laughs> I was told like, we get free uh, snow when we come here. It's oh, is that right? Yeah, no, so I'm, I'm an ambassador for oh, snow. That's right. I, I, I can't. Yeah, yeah like, I can't really do anything. It's just, I just uh, claim that I can't. Um, I just know people who can do things. Yeah. 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 So, but uh, what were we talking about? Um, we're talking about Chris here. Oh, yeah, Chris yeah. here. So, let's go back to. So, I mean, you had that pinned on your tweet. It was your pinned tweet for a long time. The, you had to witness him talking to Tariq Owens, mm-hmm. which I thought was such a cool. I would read that tweet all the time because that thought was a cool moment. I know. And, and somebody suggested, and. and in the haste and not wanting people to go to my Twitter and just get mad. Yeah. Because there's been a lot of anger, obviously, and rightfully so for sure. Red Raider fans. I didn't want them to go to my profile and see that and get mad. <laughs> so I got rid of it. And yeah. I wish I would have left it up there because yeah. it was pretty. I mean, this is what you need to remember from Chris Beard. And I get it. I get the whole Dave McWilliams. Oh, yeah. Or David McWilliams or whatever, you know, comparison and, and leaving for Texas. But, I mean,. He did care for his players, right? I mean, the, if you don't, if you, I, I wish I still had a pin. But essentially, after the national title game, they had lost. I stuck around. You know how media people are there a lot longer than most people. Right. Media and the people, the janitorial crews yeah. cleaning up. Yeah, because some of those places, yeah. Yeah, because they're like, hey, can I sweep behind you yeah. while you're doing that stand-up five hours after the game? Yeah. Um, but every, we, we watched everybody walk out, and I saw Tariq walking out, and they had – Golf carts for all the players because they were in a football stadium, you know. Sure. So, yeah. and one of the guys like, "Hey, you wanna you wanna ride to the to the exit of the bus?" He's like, "No, nah, I think I'm gonna walk this one out the one last time." Just Tariq saying, "Yeah, Tariq yeah. saying that." And Chris Beard's walking out with his daughter. They ask him the same. He's like, "No, nah, I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna walk it with him." Something along those lines. Right. But it was just cool to hear yeah. because yeah, there were only a handful of people that heard that. I was one of the few non-workers that, right. that heard the thing. It was just a cool moment that and is a very cool. sad, sad night. Right. I know. That's, man. And you know me. You know how much I love Texas Tech. Yeah. I graduated. That was a big night for me. Big month. I got to go to Tulsa, you know, to the to the first round and all that. So, uh, not to make this about me, but it is the Women in Town podcast. Yeah. No, well, that's so, not, yeah. Uh, but, Man, I came it? here for you. You, 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 want me to, you think I'm here? Unfortunately, you're not talking enough, my friend. Oh, whatever, man. You're you're the guest. Uh, but yeah, I just thought that was cool, man. I didn't I didn't know how you know how that all went down with beard and everything. And you know, I I, I was like, well, he was a Longhorn. We we knew he was Longhorn. I mean, as a Red Raider fan, you all we knew he went to Texas. Yeah. So I, I'm trying to explain it to people like this, and it's made it make no sense to anybody, but like <laughs> to my family, like my mom. title game 
and we've been really, really good. And I love Georgia. People in Georgia, the Adventist Georgia, they love me too. And if Texas Tech called me, I'd leave. Yeah. Because that's where I want to. That's where I'm from. Yeah. I'm from that's all you have to think about. If you can think about it like that, and she goes, "Well, I don't care." <laughs> <laughs> so that, and that, 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 that's where. But yeah. I, I trust me. I totally understand it, and and I. And it's just, it's the circumstances more than anything. And, you know, when they go back to the old quote that he said, you know, mom, I mean, the yeah, mom, and, but what is he supposed to say? Yeah, I mean, he's, yeah. he's trying to win everybody over, just like he was trying to win everybody over at Texas. I, I I get the frustration. I think the most disappointing part about it is just so close to, to that national title game, and, and yeah. you didn't have the postseason run from last year. And this yeah. year was not as great a run as, as many people had hoped. But, I mean, and this is not a negative thing for Matt Wells or anything like that. I mean, yeah. But Texas Tech was basically a basketball school, and that's nothing yeah. against Tim Tadlock either. And trust right. me. Right, and I know, but I'll, I'll, I'll credit this. Donnie Hart, one of my best friends, Texas Tech legend, football legend, he, he calls it, he, he would call us Gonzaga South. Yeah, you're, you're, you're a basketball school. Yeah. The guy that created you as a basketball school instantly, basically, I mean, I know that first year was rough, but – he made you a basketball power instantly, and not not by building, uh, uh, going with like the same like group. He did it two years yeah. in a row with different people. Different people, and yeah. He that just showed like, you know, I know that people don't want the genius. Whether it's everybody around him, he still did that, and yeah. he made Texas Tech, like you said, a Gonzaga. Yeah. And then it was almost like he didn't care. Yeah. And I know that he has sure. Feelings for what everything. That, trust right. me, he, he was a big loyalty guy, and it doesn't look like it now. But he was he was very people being loyal to him was very very important to him right. early on. I wish I would have spent more time with him yeah. in, in hindsight. But when you have kids, you can't you know you can't go over to jazz you know whatever. <laughs> um, but uh, that that's the frustrating part. Yeah. He, he made you a basketball school, and now you're fighting to. Try to keep that title. That relevancy. Yeah. yeah just, yeah, that yeah. stuff. But, so, let's move on. All right. Um, so now, you're at, uh, you're still, I mean, you're the guy at, uh, at KMAC, the ABC affiliate here, and I love that, man. And I'm a big fan, right? I watch you guys all the time. And it's you, uh, every weeknight, pretty much, mm-hmm. and the main anchors are Brian, Mud, mm-hmm. and Laura, right? Lauren. And Lauren, I'm sorry. That's fine. We got Laura there, too, so you're fine. Lauren. Forgive me. No. And then the weather guys, Ron Roberts, mm-hmm. which everybody knows. Okay. Um, Good or bad? No. <laughs> but talk about y'all's chemistry, man. Y'all's chemistry on the set is pretty cool. I've, I've texted you several times. Mm-hmm. You and Brian in the same text. Like, man, the banter is good. And that's a technical term. That's a TV term, mm-hmm. banter. But it is, man. I, 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 yeah. So just, that's, yeah. that's awesome. It's fun. I mean, we're... we're we're poking at each other. That's the funniest thing is a lot of people are like, do you like Ron Roberts? <laughs> I love Ron Roberts, yeah. man. A lot of people, I get it. They they don't like his style and stuff like that. A lot of people in town, trust me, that's what I get. I just can't can't get over Ron. I'm like, well, I, I, I get that. But, I mean, if you know the guy and yeah. you worked with him for, for so long, and it's weird for me too, Ty, because, again, I grew up in Oklahoma City. Right. Um, and I can't remember the exact years, but I think it might have been in my high school into college. I would watch local news, and sometimes we'd have to do it for classes. And one of the weekend meteorologists 
in Oklahoma City was Ron Roberts. No way. Yeah. I didn't know that. So when, yeah. it was, when he left here, he went to Oklahoma City. Yeah. So I knew Ron, not personally, but I knew of Ron, and then I started working with him. So I kind of, we have the Oklahoma connection because he was the outsider there. Right. And because he was a Red Raider. Red Raider, and he's from Texas, so yeah. he would needle everybody and do the hook and horns, even though he does not do, yeah. you know. Yeah. But he, he, he knows how to rub people the wrong way, and he does it to me. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that not, not many people realize. If I have a smile on my face, because, you know, you know, typically me, I'm, I'm pretty, uh, like I said, sarcastic. Easy going, but, ooh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got to get me going to, yeah, yeah. to get me laughing and smiling and stuff. Most of the time when I'm smiling at the beginning of the sportscast, it's because he is needling me for <laughs> two minutes straight about where I went to college yeah. or why this yeah. person isn't better than – this Texas Tech person, and he is trying to yeah. rile me up. I and, love that. And it probably gives me, yeah. you know, a less uh, yeah. monotone sportscast. But, yeah, it's just him, and that's one thing that, that has sucked about COVID, one of the many things. But yeah. we don't, we haven't been able to all be at the desk together. Yeah. Because that's that's fun because you can you can needle him, and yeah. you can be sarcastic. Right. And it doesn't seem as weird as in the boxes. Yeah. And, yeah. But, no, that's – our news director has told us this many times. He'll – flip between all of the stations like most news directors they all do yeah but he watches the end of our show more than most of the show mm-hmm. just because he wants to hear what we say to each yeah, other yeah it's cool I, do. I, I think it's one of the one of the cool things y'all have and that's something I pick up on a lot and you know even and like with Brian Mudd I mean mm-hmm. Brian you know Brian goes back to sports days so Brian used to be a sportscaster mm-hmm. we'll have him on I'll have him on the Win Losers Hot Podcast yeah. soon but um People, what people don't know, speak before we get to Brian, is you did your, I mean, you are an Oklahoma graduate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't be not proud of that. That's no, not, I'm proud of it. Yeah, I, yeah. And at this point, I, you know, it, it is, I will say this, it, it does, it does stink at times because that, that's, what, for whatever reason, it's held against you. I went, I went to OU a long time, well, well before Baker Mayfield <laughs> transferred there, trust me. Yeah, it's not <laughs> And just the, just a quick sob story here. I watched uh, Texas Tech football beat up on Oklahoma when I was in college more than I saw Oklahoma win. Uh, not going to, again, stop the stop story after this. My first year at Oklahoma, I went to every single OU home game. I didn't even like OU before yeah. I went to OU. Couldn't stand the University of Oklahoma. Unfortunately, I couldn't afford to go to Missouri, which I got into. So I went to OU yeah. eventually after a year of junior college. My first year going to watch football there, I absolutely loved it except for the outcome. Because I watched six home games, and they lost every single one of them, Ty. Oh, oh, no. They lost to, like, Tulsa. They lost to Kansas. You look at all of the bad historical records. I think I saw 11 wins in my three years of college in Oklahoma. So, there. So I was through the hard times, but, yeah, I'm, I'm proud of it. And I will say with older age, you know, it doesn't uh, get to me as much. Right. But, yeah, no, I have no problem well, saying I like Oklahoma. But, trust me, there are things I like at Texas Tech. A lot more than yeah. Oklahoma, right? Okay. Well, thank you for that sob story, and I don't feel sorry for you. I know. Okay. Yeah. So um, you can make fun of all the yeah. struggles in the BCS uh, playoff yeah. game yeah. and all that. Yeah. Stuff. yeah. Well, I mean, at least you're in the conversation. So, okay. Uh, and you've been there. Yeah. But so that's cool. So, and you know, I remember like being me being on the air, which I know it's a lot different for me. Like I was on the air sporadically, mm-hmm. and I would anchor um, some, you know. And, which was cool, and I loved doing that. It was fun, but I would screw up all the time. I mean, I would. So, t- t- I mean, I was some of the worst bloopers. That, I mean, I really, really do. I mean, my God, I was 
not just flat out awful, mm-hmm. but uh, so, so you've had a lot of airtime, and I mean, you've done live shots, you've been anchored, you, you've done a, what's the worst? Like, tell me, just give me some of the worst, like, on air bloopers you've ever had. On air bloopers, uh, well, one of them was during a uh, basketball broadcast. I actually have called a couple of Texas Tech basketball games for oh, yeah, Texas yeah. Tech. Um, it's probably one of the reasons I haven't done that many, but uh, it was a shot clock violation. At one point, yeah, and there were silent letters in one of those words, so I'll let you figure it out from there. Gotcha. Um, that was pretty rough because it was early on in the basketball game, and David Hoagland, who's the director of uh, uh, I guess the Texas Tech TV or Raider Vision, yeah, uh, got in my ear and let me know that I had said the wrong thing without leaving the L in one of those words. Um, <laughs> So that was rough, you know. I think it was my second like television broadcast, and I mean, I'm not the only person that's done that. Clearly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's hard to it's hard to let go after you do it, you know. When yeah. You, you grew up wanting to call basketball games on television, right? Um, oh man, that that was get me started. Yeah. I, I mean, you're um, talking about doing play by play, yeah, play by play, yeah, yeah. And when you're doing a lot of broadcast on a game, like Andy Penny and I, you know, and I love, and that's one of the best dudes in the world, and. We've done, we've done a lot of games together. I remember it was we were doing one of Tiger Pit for Friendship, and they were playing Snyder. I'm pretty sure Andy will know for exactly, but he would do play-by-play, and I was coming up, and, and uh, there was a girl that shot the ball from the left side, and I'm telling you right now, David, this ball, it, it had a better shot of – Hitting the scores table <laughs> than, than it did really the the the, the backboard or the rim or anything. I, it was it was almost like what did we just see? And Andy, you know, called it the best he could, which mm-hmm. was just like you know Jones for lack of a better word shoots it from the left side and it's out of bounds. And then it was about three minutes, I would say at least of silence. I mean, I, we both put our headsets down. <laughs> And then he was like, dude, pick yours up. I'll pick it up. And I start to talk. And I was like, no, I can't talk about that. <laughs> so I would put mine down. And I was like, Andy, pick up your headset. I'll just look at him. i pick it up. Because somebody's going to start talking. Mm-hmm. The game is going on. And then so I was like, three. I mean, I want to say, man, it was a long silence. Yeah. And so it was pretty funny. But that's a whole different. Yeah, to me, that's, that's a whole different. Doing a, a live broadcast, like a sporting event, yeah. versus like being yeah. on the news. Yeah, and you clearly can't. I've been on air before and not known. Like the College World Series uh, set up for a live shot from Omaha, and everybody's getting out of the game, and the you know the signal, yeah. the, the cell phone signals are bad, sure. and and that's hard. That's hard and, to do. So. Yeah, yeah and I people don't realize. It. So I'm just standing there, and apparently they have me up on air, and I don't hear any of the broadcast, and this drunk guy's talking to me on the wrong shoulder, <laughs> and thankfully I don't tell him to get yeah. out of my face because yeah. I'm on TV and this is going on. Yeah, but it's it's more stuff like trust me, I've messed up so many times that you just let them go. They frustrate you at the time. I've been, I was in Norman for a live shot one time, and I would sometimes the the director or the producer rather wouldn't say enough in my ear to let me know when we were on or give us, hey, 30 seconds out or whatever. Yeah. So I would I would duck down out of the shot because if, if they take the shot and I'm not there, they'll just punch back to the studio. Yeah. If I'm standing there, they'll be like, ah, he probably knows right here. He's ready. <laughs> See the Omaha live yeah. shot. Um, so I drop down, and we, we're not hearing anything. So I'm like, uh, 
All right, well, we're getting close. I know that they gave us two minutes. And I, like, do this, like, elevator lift up into the shop. <laughs> and, and I'm looking. And I all of a sudden, you're like, go, 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 go. Oh. And so yeah. I and I was on camera for that. So I just, like, you know, rode yeah. the elevator up into the lot. So, oh, hey, we're here. Yeah. Um, oh. As far as, yeah, I, I'm leaving you hanging here. But no, you're it's, not. It's, no, you're it's not. so many different times that yeah. I've. That we've uh, struggled on the air, can't read a teleprompter. Right. Uh, Greg Miller had trouble one time. He called the teleprompter operator out on the air. One of my I favorite moments. That. Yes, I do uh, remember that. Yes, he did. Uh, back to your real quickly. Back to your broadcast. Sorry, I'm taking the pressure here. Um, I love it. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Albuquerque, Texas, that you said one time during. Oh, no, I said Hobbs, Texas. Hobbs. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I said Hobbs. Yeah, that was uh, me on a. Uh, Friendship football broadcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, right off the bat, too. No, it was right yeah, on. Yeah, right, right. I was driving to a high school game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's how I used to love that, too, because I knew I would be on the air, but then I would get a text from you because you would be like listening. <laughs> yeah. And you still listen to like Donnie now when we do Shadow Water, but mm-hmm. on, you'll, you'll, uh, you'll send a text like, you know, just, hey, you know, good, good, I uh, laughed about this, or, you know, you're an idiot about this. Or, yeah. I mean, not, I mean, yeah. you're nice about it, but. Yeah, I did say Hobbs, Texas. Texas. Hey, yeah. It's so, basically, I mean, they wish they were in Texas, right? That's true. Now, well, it's pretty much the same. Ronald Ross. Ronald Ross, Ross yeah. Hobbs, yeah, Hobbs, 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 man. Hobbs. He's one of the best. Um, yeah, and trust me, man, I, I didn't need to hear it from you, yeah. but I did. <laughs> and then I heard it from Andy and then Choice mm-hmm. and everybody. So, yeah. yeah, I got that. I got a lot of shit for that one. Hey, uh, my first live shot here, I called Tascosa Tascoga. There you go. There's no G in Tascosa. <laughs> There's not. There's not one. It, uh, I put it in there, though. How long did it take you to learn that it was La Mesa and not La Mesa? Uh, thankfully, on television, <laughs> I said it the right way the first time. It's oh, all the typical cool. things here, man. Mm-hmm. Nobody, like Whit Harrell, yeah. anybody that's listening from, uh, like you said, your your people that are listening in Clarksville, Tennessee, right. home of Austin P. Um, <laughs> it is Whit Harrell. It doesn't look like it. It looks like Witherall. But Witherall, right. Whit, yeah. <laughs> Uh, or the LCU chaps. Yeah. Oh man, you yeah, know, like, yeah. Christian fans, man, calling the chaps. Yeah, on the chaps. Yeah, that'll yeah, that'll happen. So, uh, but I could just man, that, uh, that was just. Uh, I know I had some terrible ones, man. I didn't get any chances to mess up as you did. No. So, but uh, it, it, it being a sports director, though, you know, I got a. It's funny on the Facebook post that I put up uh, promoting that you were coming on. You know, like even Bailey, like one of your ex. Uh, weekend people. Uh, being a weekend guy is different. You know, being a weekend sportscaster, a weekend uh, person is different. And uh, she was like, who, she wanted to know who's the best. <laughs> like, who's the best weekend sportscaster you ever had? And I know you've had some pretty good ones. Yeah. They never had Ty King. I did not have Ty King. Yeah, so let's just, uh, you you would have you would have ranked higher than, than some of the people on the list. How about that? I'll okay. That way. Well, I mean, at least it wasn't last. You know, yeah, it's like, yeah. hey, man. You know, if bears, if you're with your buddies in the woods and a bear chases you, you don't have to be the fastest yeah. one. You just don't want to be the slowest one. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah, well, they've had a couple slow ones. No, I've <laughs> that <laughs> really. Um I've been I've been I've been blessed, man. I mean, some of these people have made my job easy. Some of them made them difficult, no doubt about it. Because um, I'm not I'm not I'm not a teacher, you know. Right. I'm a, I'm a doer more than a teacher. And it's tough for me to try to explain stuff. You know, when you get old, you know, you do it your way. And, you know, a young person comes in, you're like, hey, just do it the way I've been doing for the last 18 years or whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah. it's worked. I mean, I know I'm in a small work at television station and I'm not in wherever. But, you know, I, they haven't fired me yet. 
Yeah. Um, you're doing you're something right there. Something I'm doing something right At least I hope anyway. But no, I've been blessed. I, I'm not going to rank them, but... Oh, in God, I can't God. rank them, man. Uh, well, uh, look, look, I mean, I can rank, like, the most enjoyable person to hang out with, and she was so much fun, was easily Bailey. Right. And I'm not saying that because I know she's listening to the podcast. She might not have made it 45 minutes. Or I think a Wisconsin but, listener, by the way, because yeah. she's in Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but... No, she was phenomenal. We we got to go to the Elite Eight trip to Boston together. Yeah. Had a great time with her. She was always, always fun, always energetic, always willing to learn. Not the greatest shooter in the world. Probably one of the worst photographers that I've ever had in the sports <laughs> office. Uh, but she tried. She yeah. tried to make it better. Yeah. That's not her strong suit. Hey, um, you know, some of us, uh, some of us know how to handle the camera. Some of us, you know, yeah. are better at a lot of other stuff. She's yeah. she was she's a great friend and. Yeah. Somebody that she was good though, man. She was good on the air here, and uh, yeah, yeah. And then she'll she'll be going places, no doubt about it. Uh, Cassie Gallo is uh, when I go to this route, <clears throat> another former uh, weekend person. She ended up working at CBS Sports. Also a great person to hang out with, and just you know, just easy easy to work with, you know. And, and yeah. she was willing to listen and learn, just just like Bailey. I mean, but probably my two favorites, and this is nothing. Nothing against Bailey, yeah. <clears throat> but I mean it's hard to to not mention Brandon Rowey, who made my job so easy. He ended up being the sports director at yep. KLBK, and he's a Longhorn man. Yeah, and I lo- I love him. Yeah, I mean he's a great dude. One of my favorites. Um, yeah, Rowey's awesome, dude. He, he, he was in that era when I was there. Yeah, you know, when I was. And, he, and he's one of those guys. He's he just picks up every. I don't know if you're gonna we're gonna have time to talk about this, but we used to play a golf thing here. No, I want to okay. bring that up. Okay. Okay. But, but, talk about, but just, just, I want to yeah. talk about that separately. Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, just a guy that was, he's good at everything. Yeah. I mean, he's, he he has a, his own business here in town, and he still works in video and editing and stuff. One of the, yeah. mo- the, the most talented editors in the world. Yeah. And, you know, whether he agreed with me or not, he did what I what I told him to do. And I'm pretty much, hey, if you're good at what you do, you just do it, and yeah. we'll figure it out. Awesome. Now, Andy Schultz is like a different level. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's hard not to rank him way up there. Mm-hmm. He was working at CNN, mm-hmm. and he didn't do it just because. I mean, just the back. I'm not getting to the backstory. He he left here and he basically started up uh, a restarted a television station in in the Metroplex with Chase Williams, who used to work at the Fox here in town. They were like co-sports directors or whatever, and it was like the young hip guys doing sports. He got to cover the Mavericks winning the title, the Rangers going to the World Series, and everything like that, but. He busted his butt after they kind of parted ways with that station, and, and work and ended up working at CNN. And he would, anytime they needed him, he would go there, and yeah. he would he would fly in and, and do whatever they needed. And he's been working there for man, I, I don't know, five, I can't remember five, six, maybe seven, eight years now. Yeah. Then the you know the years you know yeah. I can't remember, but I mean that's awesome. See, that's amazing. And, that's amazing. You know, that's yeah. not, that's not making it to the league. You know, or, and he, or he used to be a ball boy. I mean, he would be a great guy to have. I, mean, I know you guys aren't buddies, so you'd be talking to him for the first time. But former NBA ball boy, just I mean, got a cool story. Interview yeah. Kobe. I mean, he's interviewing oh, every. Yeah. I mean, he's That's amazing, yeah. and and he used to work in Lubbock, Texas, and he yeah. busted his butt in San Angelo yeah. to get a job in Lubbock, and always, you know, like I said, I I know I don't do everything right, but he listened to me, and maybe he learned something from me. I hope he did. Yeah, and. 
it's cool to see all these people move on. And I haven't even mentioned Rick Kleinschmidt, who wasn't my weekend guy, but he was a KLBK sports director. Yeah. He works for the NFL Network now. He was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Going on road trips with all these guys. Yeah. That guy, I mean, there are, yeah, they have a lot of good people. I, I, I hate putting you on the spot, but that's, you know, Bailey asked that question on the face. Um, yeah. So that, there's one of those email questions. It's difficult. Yeah, well, I, mean, yeah, I, have, I have a couple other email questions that we'll get to, but let's talk about that. So when we were um, sportscasters together, mm-hmm. okay? At uh, and like I said, we had a camaraderie together between all the guys. You know, that's funny. I lived with Greg and Vinny. Mm-hmm. Like, I lived in their house and yeah. together. We were, we were roommates and we had some fun times there. That's what I, was I spent some time in that. Yeah, house. I, I did. And, and uh, uh, it's so awesome, man. You well, just real quick. How many people were supposed to live in that house? No, never mind. Yeah, that's all we're talking about. That. Yeah, I think the statute limitations is up. But yeah, yeah. I think there was more people living there than, than the landlord was supposed to. Yeah, that, whatever. Yeah. whatever. But you know what? The house is still standing. It's on Jeff Corcoran. Whatever. We'll put it, <laughs> put it on him. Um, contact Jeff Corcoran if mm-hmm. you have a problem with that. Uh, he's like in Oregon or something. Yeah, he's. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. He's still driving that same truck, which is unreal. Uh, anyway, you. We decided. We got this. We all love golf. We mm-hmm. all. We all loved golf. We all were, were good at golf, but some people were better than others. But you created this West Texas. What did you call it? What was it called? Oh, I, I tried to remember this time. Yeah. There used to be a website when GeoCities was a thing. I, I kept did. up the website. You kept up the website. West yeah, yeah. Texas uh, Television Golf Tour. I, I have a shirt, too, somewhere in the closet yeah. still. I, pa- I put all yeah. these uh, logos and patches and everything. There was a website. I kept up. I updated the stats. Clearly, yeah. I didn't have enough. Maybe I had a little bit too much time. Oh, my God. That's messed up. What was funny is that it was usually on a Sunday or whatever, mm-hmm. I think, or, but uh, the news never goes off, so everybody, somebody had to work. Yeah. But we took a tour of, and we would play at these golf courses mm-hmm. all around Lubbock in the West Texas area. We even went down the Seminole. Yeah, I know. You, me, Greg Miller, Vinny, um, I mean, it was Greg Rankin played, I think, yeah. and, you know, it was a bunch of... Brandon Rowley was playing. Brandon Rowley played, yeah. So, and then yes, we handicapped, handicapped it, so where, you know, I mean, Greg was better than me. You were better than me. So, but like, yeah. Vinny and I were about the same. And so, but then it was like, Rankin was not very good. Yeah. And so, but. That was a nice way to put it. <laughs> I love it, bro. <laughs> so, but, uh, you know, you had this web, and it was like, and you would post on there, like, every week, so-and-so wins the uh, Shadow Hills yeah. oh, Invitational or whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, so-and-so, the next week, it was like, do we play in Idaloo one time? But now, of course, I'm there. And Seminole, and we played. We played at Sundown one time. Oh, yeah. so fun. Well, you guys played in Sundown yeah. one time. <laughs> I finished last. I there's a nine hole course out there in Sundown. Yeah, I don't even think I made it through nine yeah. holes. Oh, I ran around and watched you guys play. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. You, you did. Uh, you stopped. Yeah, I yeah. Stopped. You withdrew. Yeah. You withdrew. Um, but you also brought up on the air one time. I'll never forget uh, the end of your sports cast that was. I don't know, you maybe talked about a golf tournament mm-hmm. that golf or something at the end and uh you talked about the seventeen on seventeen. Seventeen, yeah, that's that poor Benny Benzetta you mentioned <laughs> earlier in the in the podcast, but the former K C B D Fox uh sports he works in San Antonio now. Man, I just I don't know where your location was. Anybody that's played the Rawls golf course, yes. shout out Greg Sands. The seventeenth hole is a long par five, back to back par fives to finish that golf course. Yep. 
And your second shot, I think, coming in, I guess if you hit, hit your drive good enough, there's a big bunker on the right side. It's a big bunker. Yeah. And the, the green is right behind this it. This is so bad, though. The green is right behind it. And Vinny, I think it might have been his second shot. He just, a little short, didn't get it over the bunker, so it's yeah. in the bunker. We're all on the green waiting. Yeah. Yeah. And we've got the backside, and it's one of those tall bunkers, so you can't see in it. Yeah. You have no idea. So we're all, you know, watching to make sure we don't get hit in the head by a golf ball. Yeah. And you just see, like, it's like just sand. sand. It looks like somebody's throwing sand It does. There. It looks like somebody's throwing sand. <laughs> just like sand is just flying. And not like once, oh not like twice. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason it's called 17 on 17. Yeah. And he probably took 14 of the shots in that bunker. Yeah. And the poor guy finally got it out. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. Is like, what, I, what I love about that tour, or what I love about, I say that tour. I it was real, oh, it was a real tour. We yeah. had a green jacket and everything. Yeah, yeah. Got it at the thrift store. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, you really had to keep up with your real score. Like, yeah. it wasn't like, hey, man, eight's the worst oh, no. you can do. No, we, we weren't messing around. Man, there were 12s and, 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 I mean, 17. But that was just amazing. And because it was, he got through with that hole. And when he putted it in. And then we get in the car and be like, all right, uh, David, you'd be like, Ty, what do you have? I'd be like, uh, seven. Greg, six. Rowdy, eight. Vinny, 17. Vinny, 17. No, Vinny, 17. 17. <laughs> uh, I feel, that, that's, it's, it stinks for a man. It's, it's. 15 years later, and it's yeah. still, it's that's still a, a story, that's man. Be. It's still a story. And, and even better, man, it was a, you did, we did a, we had a jacket, mm -hmm. and I don't remember the winner or the loser, who had to, somebody, we, we bought this jacket at a thrift store. You did. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah it's sure. the, it's, it's the worst. And it's a huge ass jacket, yeah. right? But it is the ugliest looking jacket. I mean, it is straight out of the 70s. Oh, no. It, it's, it's a, it's kind of green. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's kind yeah. of green. It's, yeah, yeah, that's the actual color. The official color you know, is kind of green. You know what I think, though? It, I'm pretty sure, and I, you'll have to verify it through Greg Miller because I think he yeah. still has it, but I'm pretty sure it was like a Wimbledon jacket. So the inside, the lining was purple. <laughs> um, so it was more of a tennis jacket. Yeah. So anyway, so somebody had to – the bet was somebody was going to wear this on the air. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if you won – I think it was the winner. The winner, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure because I'm – I know – Miller won it, but we were playing at uh, Lake Ridge, and, and I'm pretty sure Miller won it at Lake Ridge. I, sorry. Yeah. But I remember him wearing it on the air. Yes, he did wear it on yeah. the air. He had to wear it on the air. I think I wore it on the air at some point, yeah. too. I don't Because we had majors. Yeah, like, we did. There were, there were, there were four points. Like, yeah. I don't know how you scored it all, but it was crazy. The Rawls was obviously a major. Mm -hmm. the, the Texas Tech Court was a major. Lake Ridge was a major. Yeah. It was crazy. That was yeah. so fun, man. Yeah, that might, just to circle back to the rowdy thing and, and how good he was. When he started that thing, and this is like the one frustration with this, uh, the handicapping. We kind of kept it, and we didn't really adjust it that much from what I remember. Mm -hmm. When we started playing, Rowdy was like down at ranking level, and ranking couldn't hit a golf ball. Yeah, like, yeah. Like he, it was always, uh, just to interrupt you real quick, but when we get in the carts, as we would say, what did you have? Well, we know ranking hit maybe one or two in the water, and it was like, call your seven, yeah. six, seven, whatever. Ty, what do you have? Five, six. And you knew Rankin had hit a couple in the water and left Rankin four. four. Yeah, no, Rankin didn't have a four. He, he would argue. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, I did have a four. How the hell did you have? And every week it would be like, oh, we're counting water. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how it goes. Yeah. But Rowdy was down there with him, and man, the guy could pick everything up. He, he 
he was one of the better golfers by the time that yeah. just made me sick. You know, and he's good looking. Man. Yeah, I know. He's a good looking dude. And it's, it's, I know. He's you a, know, you just kind of want to beat his ass. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you do. I mean, not really, because he's so nice. I said, on the, I had a plane ride with him not too long ago, man. It was like the best plane ride I had. Oh. It was like five in the morning. I was like, dude, this is the coolest plane ride I've had in a long time because. I sit next to Ralph with you. Yeah. He's just such a cool dude. He, he made those long drives across Texas and yeah. wherever we needed to go, partially because he didn't mind driving most of it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, always fun to hang out with Yeah. Ryan. Man, I'll tell you one thing. Driving all those trips on when I was uh, in sports with uh, Emily, I love that because, man, she drove. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She could. She had to drive. And, I lo- and that was just cool. I was like, oh, man, I'll just sit down and sleep. And I did. Yeah. And I said, set down, set in the back, or set, really on the seat and slept. And it was cool. And she knew where she was going. And we got our business done. But I didn't have to do anything important, really. So it was good. Just had to make the video look good. Yeah, I did. Just made the video look good. But I mean, you know, whatever. It wasn't that hard. Um, so, excuse me. Uh, all right. I'll tell you what else is cool. We took a trip one time to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. You, me, your wife, Carrie. My wife was there, yeah. And uh, Greg. Greg. Who else went there? I, mean, I don't know if I... I think... Oh, I know Rankin was there. Oh, Rankin went there. Rankin went there, Rankin, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it makes me yeah. shake to my stomach every time. Yeah. Uh, Rankin was there. Who else was there? That might have been the, that that might have been been the yeah. list. I, I, I know this. I can remember a few things from that trip. But I... I drank a few sodas on that trip. Yeah. Yeah, the carbonation got to you on that first night. <laughs> yeah. Like, you were just... You were... You were at the blackjack table, but you weren't at the blackjack table. <laughs> it was amazing. It was just like... <laughs> what was funny is I remember you saying, dude, there's no way. I mean, I remember you looking at me or maybe the next day. And I think you were just like, there's no way. How did you do that? Yeah, it was, it was unreal. It was pretty impressive. Yeah, I'm um, impressive myself. Yeah, no, it was a very impressive uh, feat by you. I, um, man, I'm, we're going in like rabbit hole. This is a rabbit hole yeah. podcast. Dude. I love it, man. Win, yeah. lose, rabbit hole. Um... <laughs> Uh, but I remember after after a successful my first ever trip to a poker table, uh, yeah, going through watching you. I don't think you remember one hand and putting out whatever dollar bills that you put out there to play blackjack hand after blackjack hand. But it was right after a successful run at a poker table, and again we were high stakes that first trip, like one two. You know, we all thought we were the best poker players in the world because that was when poker was getting big. And I ran, I rattled off all these hands in a row, and there were like three or four of us. You know, I think me, Miller, and Rankin were all sitting at that table together. And you know, there's always that one guy. You know, whenever somebody's on a on a heater, and this doesn't happen that much for me, okay? Right. Um, this there's always that one guy that oh, we gotta change the deck. You, you know, you 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 figure you're gonna run into that, right? Because I understand you're losing money. Yeah. I'm rolling. Yeah. I got. I've got stacks on stacks on stacks, and Greg Rankin, our friend, my like, like my employee. Yeah. Hey, dealer, let's change the decks up here. <laughs> and I look over and I'm like, "What are you doing, man? We're like teammates here." I'm in. I still, yeah. I, I still came out on top. Yeah. Uh, but but it was just like, what are you? What are you doing? But that yeah. was Rankin, and, and yeah. man, you want a podcast. Oh, I'd yeah. love to have him on that. He would be great. He's got probably some of the best stories. He's, he's on LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, well, we still communicate sometimes. Yeah, I, know. I haven't so, talked to him in a while. Yeah, but um, dude, that yeah, that Vegas trip was pretty fun. You know, we would have a home game, poker game mm-hmm. at, at the Miller. Yeah, poker. I mean, yeah, we, we, yeah we, we, and you remember, I, I, I may have, I, 
Yeah, I would mess up at poker. Yeah, you were you know, again, carbonate, you and carbonation just don't get, <laughs> get like when you get, no, we get along great. When you get near Dr. <laughs> Pepper. <laughs> we get along great. Yeah. It's just yeah. What yeah. I, mean, can, I yeah. just remember there was a few times where I may have done something that you yeah. almost knew about. Yeah, I remember sitting there and you know, it made for a great night, uh, you know, knowing what your person next to you is has basically every single time. But there was one, the first time, I guess, I'm sure you did it numerous times, but, yeah. you know, we all drink carbonation from time to time. Yeah. Um, and I'm, like, sitting down, looking at my cards, you know, and I hear, like, I don't know, forgive me for not remembering, but, yeah. check, 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 check. You're hearing check, that. And I'm, like, and I, like, look over at you, and you're just going, check, that, check, that. And I'm, like, what is he doing? And, you know. Yeah. And I don't remember what happens in the hand. Right. But I, you're calling out your cards. Yeah, I'm like, calling out every time. I, I look at it and I go, yeah, no, it's, 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 it's like you're like the play-by-play guy on ESPN. <laughs> well, Ty King has the Jack-9. What's he going to Jack-9 offsuit? What's he going to go with here? Is he going to call the raise? I'm so stupid. Yeah, yeah. And I remember, following I think you did get called out. You go, hey, man, hey, don't you know that you're saying it? And I went, oh, shit. <laughs> I am saying it. <laughs> I'm saying my cards. Yeah. And I remember your wife would play, man. Yeah. She, she would uh, she would usually win. Yeah, but, yeah. But I think she would kind of upset with you because you're like, hey, don't. Yeah. Why are you telling? Yeah. But He's telling everybody what his cards are. Don't let him know what he's doing. I'm a nice guy, Ty. You I know you are. Nice you're one of the guy. nicest guys. Nice guys <laughs> lose the poker game is what the, what the, what the moral of the story is. Oh, Jack, man. Jack, Jack. Uh, yeah, that was, oh, my gosh, that was bad. That was really, really bad. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move forward. Okay. Um, well, we're a little over an hour now, but you know what? I could talk to you for hours and hours and hours. And we probably got a couple things to talk about. Yeah, yeah. So um, what's cool is to see you, how you've grown and you've become, because I knew you when you were just married with Carrie, and mm-hmm. she's, she's one of the coolest, man. Carrie's yeah, one is. of the best people. Uh Gosh, man, I got along with her so good, and so I would love whenever she would come out with us. Cause and those trips like, are few and far between, man. Yeah. With kid, you know, with kids. Yeah. Like, well, we, now, but, but I was saying like now, you, you have kids now, mm-hmm. and, and I mean, dang, dude, you got a little softball player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's got to be pretty cool. It's cool, man. It's it's weird because you know in this business. Um, you know, I've seen you from time to time cheering on family members up at the stands, and I get cutaways of you. But there's very very, very rarely yeah. do TV people get to cheer. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's true. Like, yeah. I don't go to basketball games like everybody else. Like, I'm talking to people. They're like, oh, yeah, I'm so funny. Yeah, like, yeah, I know. I was just sitting there watching her. I had a camera on my shoulder. Can't really can't really get excited about yeah. it. And that's 20-plus years of that. Now, when I'm at home on the couch watching Whatever. OU football or watching the Rangers, I can get excited. But that's different than being in the stands, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's weird being it in the stands, yeah. man. I'll be in the inning. You get nervous, you know. And, yeah. and I got a sophomore that's playing with the varsity. Thankfully, you know, she's had good games. She's had bad games. She's learning in the whole process. But cheering is weird, man. It's it. Yeah. I'm not. I, I'm not good See, at it. it that's in that strength, man. The people don't. You know, your ordinary person that has their office job or their nine to five or whatever, and they do that. You know, that's they've been doing that their whole life. They yeah. want to cheer their kids on. That is, it would be strange. It is strange. It, it's it's yeah. awesome though, man. Yeah, I mean, you, just growing up and like I said, you know, it, you you're dealing with different things and the dynamics of it, but you're almost like a miniature coach, and I'm not a coach. Um, <laughs> but it is fun. Said that you're like, I'm not a coach, like whatever interns yeah. are coming over. I'm a teacher, yeah. Like, I'm not really a teacher. I'm not a teacher. <laughs> um, but 
it's fun watching the process and obviously everybody, you know, watching your kid grow up and watching your kid. My daughter has been more successful in her sophomore year as a basketball player and a softball player than I was my entire <laughs> high school career. Oh. My entire high school. Yeah. Ty, I, I, unfortunately, uh, there, was a, there was a series canceled, but the uh, Oklahoma Baptist was supposed to play the TC baseball team. I looked it up because, you know, I, I, we cover the LCU. Yeah. And not as much as we would like because we're Red Raider Nation. Yeah. But the, I looked on the OPU staff, and my old high school ba- uh, baseball coach is on that staff. Yeah. And I was talking to one of my friends that we're on the team with, and I was like, what, what's the percentage that Coach Kraft remembers my name? Yeah. And, he was, and I was like, I put it at like five. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> he's not. You're giving yourself way too much credit. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I know. I just I want to give myself a number. I, yeah. So saying that, yeah. she's had infinitely more success than I've ever had in my athletic career. Yeah. And I could, I would trade it for the world. I love it, too. Yeah. She is so fun. I'm like, I've saw the videos you post or care. I mean, I'm just, man, she's homers and shit. I mean, that's yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah. And she's uh, fast too. I'm going to say this. Can I say this on this podcast here? Say whatever you want. Um, it's the weirdest thing. And this is, I, you know, I'm promoting the other people here. Um, I, you know, I, I, my daughter has been on my sportscast before. I try not to do it because I don't want the other parents and everything. Really the bigger, yeah. the but um, just this past week or the other day, we, we had a softball game and my daughter's name is Blair, was on first base. And it's really funny to listen to the broadcast, by the way, because I know the play-by-play person, mm-hmm. and he calls me Collier. Mm-hmm. So it's weird for him to just call her Collier. Just yeah. like, oh. So he calls her Blair Collier all the time, yeah. which is funny to me. <laughs> so everybody's going to know her name by the end of the season. Yeah. Um, but she was on first, there was a hit into the gap, and she scored. I mean, and, yeah. and it wasn't like there's a play to play. Yeah, she was she's standing up. First, yeah. She was standing up, and it wasn't a thing. And everybody's always like, where'd she get that? You're obviously carries. Yeah. Like, I was like, man, that's the only thing I could do. I was fast. Yeah. That's all I could do. You had the speed. That's all you had. Yeah. also ran track. Right. But uh, that's all. Don't let me have that. I was yeah. fast, too. I was. That's all I did was pinch run in high school. Coach Crab didn't like it. Yeah. And he didn't want me to pinch run. He waited yeah. for faster people to show up. But, but yeah. That it's, is it's funny. to watch her run. See her run. Watch her hit. And, yeah. And develop in the, in the game. Yeah. Because she's starting to get it. You know? Yeah. Man, well, that's cool. Like, and I mean, you got a little spelling. You know, I, can't, I have to mention because if the great Don Williams, yeah, Don com- Williams comments yeah. on a on a post I have on Facebook about you, I have to mention you. You know, and Don Williams is like an icon yeah. in my life, you know. Yeah, yeah. So you got a little spelling champion mm-hmm. in the house, too. Yeah, my son Brooks. Yeah. Uh, uh, two-time uh, his elementary school spelling bee champion, back-to-back years. Uh, got to the, you know, I guess the friendship spelling bee. And he was a, a third grader last year going up against eighth graders, you know. And yeah. there's one local kid that makes it to D.C. or qualifies for it every yeah. year in the Friendship School District, and he gets it for the city. But, yeah, he's going up against that little little third grader. And he's, he's little. He's little like me, you know. Yeah. So he looks really small against all these eighth graders. One of the parents, like, turned around and looked at me. He was like, how old is that kid? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's, he's in third grade. I'm like, what? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's smart, and he's a smart aleck. Yeah. Well, I'll, that, that's okay. You know what? Uh, we have something in common, Brooks and I. Yeah. Um, I want a spelling bee at Friendship. Well, it was Casey Elementary, the mm-hmm. Friendship School District. Yeah. In the second grade. No, 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 no. I got second. 
Sorry. No, okay. I did get second, and I remember the word I lost on. Mm-hmm. In the second grade, I lost on the word building. Building. Wow. That's tough, right? You think Brooks could spell it? Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> without a doubt, man. And I can't remember what word. Oh. Man, it makes me mad that I can't remember the word last year, but he, I guarantee you, 100% the one that he lost in the one that was all of the friendship schools, uh, he 100% knows that one. But yeah. it, he, oh man, he rubs that. Like my, like Blair, athlete, very yeah. smart individual, love. I never got any letters from any colleges unless it was like a, a motor technical institute in Nashville or something like that. <laughs> watching watching uh, Blair get all these, she's a smart kid too. She yeah. can't spell. And Brooks let her know, let yeah. know about it. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him, man. That, that I love that. That's a uh, yeah, exactly, man. And, uh, uh, that's yeah, dude. I love that. It's no making them climb up a flagpole and hang up flags at the. Uh, oh, you heard that, huh? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I'm telling you right now. The kid trying to get you. Uh, she fired you, right? Kippy fired me several times. Yeah, I was fired several uh, times. Going, this this is where you tease the previous podcast. I'm just trying. To uh, yeah. Right? No, I love it, man. So that, the, the dude, yeah, I got fired uh, several times from a home bucks and um, uh, my sister did most of that. So, but that's cool. Um, but I, so you are. But speaking of my sister, and you kind of touched on this earlier, but uh, the Buchanans and the Kings, my, my, we're big fans of David Collier, man, because. Every time you would shout out, you know, on the news, man, you yeah. would shout out either Jet or True or something. And, uh, or you would, you know, even if you're shooting video and it would go on another station or something, you know, you would always put them in the highlights or try to. Yeah. When Jet ran traffic tech and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean, they were so good. But I'll, I'll never forget, man, you were, and you are always good to me one time. Because Jet signed his scholarship for, at, at Tech to run track. Mm-hmm. You were like, I know there's, you were talking about Brian at the end. It was your banter. And you go, well, there's one, one proud uncle out there. We yeah. know who that is. And, and Brian was like, yeah, old Uncle Ty. And I, I do take Uncle a little serious. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I do, man, I know. Uh, but it was funny. I got, you got a message from Jet. After I put this on uh, Instagram and Facebook. I was like, David Clarkson. And Jet was like, let's go. He was pumped, you know, because, yeah. yeah. They love you, man. So yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, I, no, I appreciate it. Trust me, that that's the one thing is you, you put a little stuff in, and that's how you personalize it. And unfortunately, ninety five percent of the audience doesn't get it. That's okay. okay. That, that's I'm there. I, yeah, I, I'm talking to Ty. Yeah, and you know you're a, a friend to me, and yeah, I'm I want to I want to make you happy, and I yeah. and, and I know that's, that's sappy stuff, but sure, you know I. I know so it's so funny watching all these highlights now. I know all of these kids and everything like that. And I shout out their parents. I did it not long ago. I was texting with a dad, and in our text conversation, I put some of that conversation in the highlights. Yeah. Nobody knows that except right. for him. Yeah. But that, you know that means something to me. You know. And well, it, it means something to me. Like even as recently as a month ago, like you mentioned. I mean, because I called Michael Peavy the amp. Yeah, the amplifier. The amplifier, yeah. Because yeah, it's PV amps, like the most yeah. popular amp. And you can set that if you're yeah. a rocket. You're like, and Ty King calls them the amplifier. Yeah. And you're like, I don't really know why, but he calls them the amplifier. <laughs> that's what I'll call them. Yeah. And I mean, I was just like, dude, yeah. that is so cool. And I'll never forget, you were shooting a game for at Trinity uh, basketball, and True was playing, my youngest nephew. <laughs> you sent me a text. You were like, well, I don't even think I was at the game, honestly. I don't know if I was there or not, but you said, uh, well, I just, uh, 
got video of True blocking a three pointer with his elbow <laughs> out of bounds. And then that night it's on the news. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, damn, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, it was in that corner over there on the opposite end. And I was like, I. I, I love covering Trinity basketball, one, because they're really good, yeah. but it's right by the television station. Oh, it's easy, yeah. And, and you can get there, and I'm not joking, you can get there with three minutes left in the first half, and you can get four highlights. Yeah. You can get five highlights, and it can be a variety yeah. of things. It can be Ethan Duncan knocking down three. Yeah. It can get, be true, true. like blocking yeah. something, <laughs> dunking it. And I mean, you're like, man, steal, dunk. Yeah. Uh, and it, I mean, it's, it's been great basketball since yeah. the, the day I got here with Todd Duncan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of time, his birthday, well, this won't air till Friday, but it is his birthday, his birthday today, so uh, I texted him today. It's pretty cool. I'd like to have him on. Uh, but, man, all right, we're going to wrap this up. We've been going on a little over an hour yeah, now. Sorry, I'm sorry, no, man. No, man. You know what? We, we're not it's even funny. getting to the fantasy, high school fantasy football. Oh, well, you know what? <laughs> that is a good story. I mean, we did. I, 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 this is after I got out and I was at Friendship, teaching at Friendship, but. I was still, you guys are still some of my best friends in the world. And I remember I was like, all right, we're doing a high school fantasy football league. And you guys could only pick one player, but it was only like once. I think we had them twice a year. Twice a year, yeah. yeah, It was, (laughs) dude, it was so funny. All the sport, if if the people at home knew when they were watching the the high school sports highlights, Mm -hmm. how happy or mad. I just remembered the guy's name. I just was it? Creighton Henderson. Creighton Henderson. Creighton Henderson. Sundown. Sundown. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it. Yeah. That I mean, it's cool, man. Because you were like, "Oh, you're going to use." We were on his uh, email or group text. Like, oh, you're using. Uh, you're using Tyler Rhymes this week. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, that's bold. Are you using Jamar Wall this week? Oh, okay. I, I remember. And again, <laughs> hey, I always tell everybody, look, trust me, there was no. No, there wasn't. It, it was, was just a, it was it was pride, and it yeah. was um, there was a lot but, of just shit talking. Yeah, exactly what it was. But it, it helped us. I mean, we we knew high school football. Yeah, and it was it was you know you mentioned that earlier in the podcast that our conversation whatever I don't want to sound too uh, snooty here. Um, you mentioned earlier that you know it was comp- it's competition, but we were all friends, and that made that made our television so much better. Because I remember getting on the air one time, and I got lucky, and I picked Craig Henderson, and that dude went off. And, and the thing about it is, somebody kept all the stats. It wasn't me. Yeah. It might have been you. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But I would, I knew his stats from the week before and the week before. So I knew, like, in my head, yeah. his season stats. So I'm out there just going. Yeah. You know, like, oh, Craig Henderson tonight goes for 300 yards passing. He rushes for... 150. He has 375 rushing yards and seven touchdowns in the last two games. And I kid you not, right after that show was over, it might have been during the commercial break, Jason Jennings, another person that used to work at KCBD, texted me and was like, the only reason you know that is because you picked him this week. I was like, I don't care. I won this week. I was Craig Henderson. Shout out Craig Henderson. Craig Henderson, man, wherever he is. That was fun, man. Oh my gosh. There's so many little stories that we have like that that we don't even we didn't even get to. We could yeah. go for hours, but uh, uh, I think we need to wrap up at yeah. some point. Yeah, but, sorry. Man, that, no, no, dude. Oh, my God, man. I keep saying sorry, but... I, but it's like me, with I'm on Mark's podcast, mm-hmm. and I feel like when I'm the guest, and I take over on the Pick 4 podcast, and after the first episode that I was on, I'm like, oh, my God. I'm saying go ahead. Tell Mark, go ahead. 
a, a lot. Yeah, I said it a lot. Yeah. So, uh, so like, that, that's fine. I, I'm not gonna do it now. Do it. No, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> do it. Well, what, do it. What, what I was hoping that you would bring up during this podcast was uh, Shaquille O'Neal's uh, first album. Oh. Uh, you, you know, I got skills. I, re- I was really well, hoping you would bring that up because it is a. I mean, I mean you want to know something for real? For real, like yeah. that. We ran out uh, into the Tiger Pit as a senior. Mm-hmm. To, we had that his first song. That was one of the things. We, one one time we ran out to that. Uh, I know I got skills, man. Yeah, I know yeah. I got skills. Yeah, yeah. So I I I listened to that CD during my breaks, uh, working at Crest Foods in uh, <laughs> in Dell City, Oklahoma, in my Geostorm <laughs> in the tape deck. You drove a storm. I drove a Geostorm. Yeah, I did. Everybody, yeah. it doesn't matter. But you were always trying to you were trying to date a girl that drove a Beretta. Yeah, yeah. Every hot chick drove a Chevy Beretta. Don't, you know what? I, yeah. I'll fight you on that, but yeah. My wife, who actually had, was one of my good friends in high school, drove a Jeep, so. Um, I was going <laughs> to sing some of that. Uh, I was going to sing some of that, yeah. but I don't think I'm brave enough to do you it. You know what? Um, um, well, I mean, uh, can I, what, what was one, like, a couple lines out of that song? Because it uh, was. No, like, no, let me continue. continue. I'm going to be <laughs> like Pete Rock and see what's next, next on the menu. <laughs> Mike Checker, the Rhythm and Rhyme Wrecker. <laughs> Rock from here to Becca. Boom, shakalaka laka. That's the greatest, man. I love it. That is, uh, uh, dude, that is Shaquille O'Neal's rap, and it was not good. That, yeah, there were two good songs on that whole thing. Um, it was not That's great. Amazing. There was, like, one song on there that had Sam Kinison, like, uh, a sample of him, like, screaming. You know the Sam Kinison? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was in there. I can't remember. But, yeah, there were two man. good songs on that on that. And he did. He was... The Fushnickens were part of yeah, that. Yeah, that was that Can We Rock, What's Up, Doc? That yeah, was, yeah. There was another one on there that was yeah. kind of okay. Yeah. The one I'm sounded like Onyx, The Slam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kinda, but, yeah. Uh, Man. I, 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 whenever you were guys were doing the... The 90s? Yeah, yeah, music one. I sat there and thought, and I, that part, I can do that whole thing. Yeah. Now, I could probably do the whole song, but man, I, I love that song. It Just is. the music. Pick four with a really bad. Uh, you know what? Uh, That's uh, coming up. I think he's. Uh, really I think bad. Marks wants to do like the worst songs, your four worst songs ever. But to me, that's not one of the my worst. Oh, dude, I love it. Man, I know, that How many years ago? Uh, that like, that's, that's, that's pretty impressive that you could even pull that off. Uh, I can do yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to do See, like, you know what? This is what I'm now, Ron Roberts and Brian need to, to teach you about. Is that, hey, man. Can you bust off a little shack for us? Yeah, like to take us to break. <laughs> I know I've got skills, man. I know I've got skills. Oh, man. David Collier. My man, you can find him on Twitter. What is it? Twitter. Uh, uh, Collier on TV. Collier on TV, yeah, man. I don't use the Instagram. Just go Twitter. Yeah, you can do Twitter, but yeah. man, dude, you've, you're verified. You've got like over 10,000 yeah. people that follow you. And I don't know why. I, I do. It's because, man, you're, you're, you're an awesome person, man. And, and, uh, um, I was, it's an honor to have you on as the second guest ever for Win, Lose, or Tie. And, uh, man, it's been fun, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, dude. I, I could talk forever. It would yeah. go a lot longer, but you're going to have to pay me in Bahama Bucks. <laughs> well, we'll get back I, know, I know some people over there. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, man. But thank you so much, uh, uh, David. And all love to Carrie and Blair Brooks over there at your household. And, man, what a good time. Good memories. And, and uh, thanks for being open and honest about about Coach and I and some of that stuff. So that's good. 
Like Ryan Hyde said on the uh, on the comments, he said this is this will be good, and he was right. This was good. This is good stuff, man. So uh, that's David Collier, man. This is the Win Loser Tie podcast. We're gonna wrap it up. We are part of uh, Let Me Know Productions, LMK Productions, and uh, I don't know if that's what it stands for anymore. It's really Landry Marketing King. That's the real letters, but it's LMK. We'll just call it LMK Productions and. Email the show, winlosertypodcast at gmail.com. And as I ended every phone conversation in the 90s, peace. All you jealous punks can't stop my dumbest.